Above the third clean, those tires are green this time. Remember, they fan out down there, so protect them bottom. Little Sunday drive. Five off land. Face cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first Inside Pass show of 2021. For those of you who um, were expecting to hear lead lap in this live time slot on Monday night at 7 Eastern, brand new format for 2021, Double the Fun in 21 is our new slogan for Monday nights. Um, we have got uh, the Inside Pass, which Randy Miller normally hosts. Randy is out this evening and will be back next week um, in to uh, to host this show. And then uh, Lead Lap will start in one hour at 8 p.m. Eastern. We've shortened that show an hour. So um, the new lineup for Monday nights on Race Chaser Radio is the Inside Pass from 7 to 8, um, which uh, I will be joining Randy and Peter Strada and Noah Lewis and cast of characters uh, for that show. And then at eight o'clock, I take over for lead lap presented by victory custom trailers. And uh, that's coming up in one hour and that's going to be a big show tonight. So um, for those of you who are hearing this show on WSIC on Saturday morning, if you want to hear lead lap or any of our other race chaser shows, it's easy to do wherever you get your podcasts or your music from um, Google, iHeart, Spotify, tune in wherever it might be. Um, you can just uh, go there, search Race Chaser Radio, Race Chaser Radio, and uh, it'll be there for you. Or go to racechaseronline.com, racechaseronline.com, and uh, just go to the shows page, and all of the uh, shows have their own playlist on our page. So, welcome to 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Tom Baker. We are live on Monday night from the WSIC studio and i'm joined by peter strada uh peter from the sports journal and uh james mellick in studio as well um, of course our uh, producer du jour and uh james is uh working with us on both shows on monday night so uh it uh, will be the same two hour block just two different shows and then of course uh scheduled to join us on the phone very shortly is um, another one of our, we think of him as a co-host, Nick DeGroot from motorsport.com, joining us to start the year here on this Inside Pass live show. Man, it has been a year um, since we were on, figuratively speaking, of course. And uh, we had quite a bit go on over the break in terms of racing news, so we're going to get to uh, that um, as we go. And, of course, Nick will uh, help us with all of that. But I'm going to start with kind of going around the table here, first of all. Um, Peter Strada, how was your holidays, man? What would you do? Anything good? All things considered, my holidays were pretty great. Went down to Charleston, South Carolina to watch my older brother David get married. That was a fun weekend. And they spent Christmas on honeymoon out in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So it was fun to see pictures and videos of all the snow and scenery out there. That was cool. But... As for us at home, just the four of us just pretty much just chilling at home and got a lot of reading done, got a couple of cool Christmas gifts, and just not What'd much. You get? You uh, said, if they're cool, you got to share. Big ticket thing was an iPhone 12 getting an upgrade, which I desperately needed, which was pretty cool. Okay, I won't 
pick on it for being a crapple product. We'll, we'll just move on. But uh, good. That's good. You needed a new phone. Your phone was aging well. Uh, so it was time, right? So, yeah, definitely. Uh, updated your uh, mobile device. James Mellick, uh, you have the same mobile device that you had. What did What did you do for Christmas, you and your significant other? Uh, we traveled up to India, and I got to see family, so I enjoyed that. Sweet. We, we decided, you know, we couldn't fly, so we were going to drive. Went up there and enjoyed spending time with them, and uh, nothing better than spending time with family at the holidays. Uh, got some good stuff along the ways, you know, um, nothing wrong with that. So I'll take that all day. I um, Let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to think of some good stuff that I got. Um, man, I got so much it's hard Not to narrow quite it down. to the age where you're yeah. getting like ties and socks. No, and, you know. I got some nice clothes. I really like getting clothes. Go. That's one of my favorite things to oh, get is clothes. I like go. having a good, a good wardrobe. I got that. I got some uh, new surround sound for the house, a new surround sound system and all that stuff. Oh, so. see, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So I got some good stuff. I'm going to let you go chase, uh, hit the button there so we can get uh, – we can get Nuclear Nick DeGroot uh, on the program now. Nuclear Nick DeGroot, um, iRacing IndyCar extraordinaire. He is the champion of the Monday night uh, iRacing league. Peter, help me with the name of that league because I don't want to give what Nick say. You go ahead and say Right, it. yeah, Monday Night Racing. It's a league of all-star drivers from throughout the racing industry. They have guys like and Kyle Nick DeGroot. Bush. Nick DeGroot, of course. He's the headliner against guys like <laughs> Kyle Busch, Parker Kligerman, Landon Castle. All kinds of guys from and girls from around the racing industry, and obviously they race on Monday nights. And they came to being like most iRacing series because of the COVID uh, shutdown and all that. Yeah. And they have big plans for season two, which they're currently in the midst of. And they have a race tonight at the virtual Watkins Glen with trophy trucks, like the Robbie Gordon style trucks. Which is kind of why Nick. DeGroote's time with us will be somewhat shortened because he's got to go and practice, see, and, and get ready for tonight's big event. Um, for those of you listening to this show on WSIC, by the way, um, James Mellick is is new to you because uh, we've we've always had Nikea James when we were recording this in the afternoon. Nikea <laughs> produced it and uh, hate losing Nikea because she's awesome and, and a whole lot of fun to work with. But um, James Mellick has been producing us and James um, up until the end of last season for the last good number of years was the teardown specialist for Levine Family Racing. So James is huge into motorsports and uh, huge into sports in general. So we hope that uh, you will enjoy him. Okay, Nick. DeGroot, welcome back to the Inside Pass. Happy New Year, my friend. We're talking about uh, how we all spend our New Year's so uh, and our holidays. So uh, wh- how, how did you spend your holidays, and um, what was your biggest gift you got for Christmas? I mean, I, I, think, I think you know what I was doing. I was iRacing, uh, uh, of course. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what Polishing I was the skills. Yeah, exactly. And uh, as for what I got for Christmas, well, this might surprise you, but I got updates for my rig and my wheel and pedal. <laughs> yep, first there's, there's a running the theme here. Yeah, first <laughs> bell of the year goes to uh, Nick DeGroote for that. Um, well, that's awesome. So uh, you're, are you not racing your desk anymore then? Is that uh, you actually got like a real sim and all that? Well, I got a rig uh, last year. Oh, but I, I see. Yeah, now 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 we're getting updates to the race. So ah, we're, we're moving forward. Okay, well, watch out, Kyle Busch. Uh, here comes Nick <laughs> DeGroote. Um, 
So, uh, all right, man. So um, we know what uh, you're going to be doing here in just a little while on this Monday night. Um, let's get to uh, some some conversation about what's going on um, racing-wise here. Of course, uh, everybody's been on break for a couple of weeks for the most part. Um, but we'll start NASCAR here because we've had a bunch of little things go on here um, that kind of start adding up after a while. We've had some driver announcements. Um, I'm going to start at Young's Motorsports in the Truck Series because this one sort of caught me by surprise. No Tate Fogelman at the moment this year at uh, Young's Motorsports in the Truck Series. Chris Wright has signed for a full season deal with Young's Motorsports. Uh, what say you about that? Yeah, that, that's definitely a surprise for me. I uh, I did not expect uh, – all I know is that I did not expect that, and I don't know anything about it. All I saw was the announcement, and I'm like, oh, really? So I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm interested to see what he's going to do, but I it kind of came out of nowhere for me. I had no idea that that was going to happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Chris uh, ran some Arcus stuff last year, but um, this is going to be a bit of a different animal, I think, for him. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he performs. So that was one of the announcements that we got over the break. Another one from JD Motorsports, and this one, um, I'm really excited about this particular piece of the puzzle. Uh, Colby Howard, a full season in the number 15 car this year in the Xfinity series for JD Motorsports. And uh, I got to be honest with you, I'm super stoked because uh, full disclosure, Colby was one of my clients the first couple of years he ran the limited late model series. And um, he, he just, to me has checks all the boxes for raw talent and, and marketability and all of that. Um, and this will give him a full season now to go out and really, uh, he obviously had a big adjustment last year into the Xfinity Series, but had some great runs during the year in that 15 car, and I think he's going to have a really good, uh, really good season for JD Motorsports this year. Yeah, I, I think people are going to be sleeping on him a little bit. They're not going to expect anything from him, but I was seeing it last year, and you touched on it. He he had some flashes in the pan, like oh, he knows how to wheel these things. If they can get a race together. He, he can get a good finish for J.D. Motorsports. And those cars we've seen before in the right circumstances can consistently get top 15s and, and again, in the right circumstance, get a top 10. So I fully expect to see him get maybe a couple top 10s this year in that car and uh, turn some heads. Yeah, it should be interesting, Peter. I think uh, this, again, a young driver um, got about half the races last year in the 15 car, um, did have – a couple of top 15 runs and consistently ran between 15th and 20th when he was on track for the most part. Um, and so I feel like this year with a full year, he gets a chance to, uh, like I said, to build on that and hopefully get a little better. Of course, any young driver with limited experience, you want to see them have a full season to get used to the series, get used to racing these kinds of cars. And I'm just looking over his stats from last year, best finish of 12th at Daytona yeah. in July, or not July, the regular season finale. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, and so hopefully uh, both of those drivers, Chris Wright and Colby Howard, have good success. We're going to um, get ready here. We're going to take a break in a moment. Remember, uh, we've got uh, League Lap coming up next after this show ends, if you're listening to it live on the Performance Motorsports Network. So uh, you're going to want to stick around for that. So we're going to um, set 
Nick DeGruy decide here just for a moment, put him back into the land of hold. When we come back, I want to talk about the Rolex 24 a little bit because we've had another cup driver enter the Rolex field. This is getting interesting. We'll talk about that right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. A Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Inside Pass show as we get 2021 started here on Race Chaser Radio and the Performance Motorsports Network and WSIC's family of networks as well. 
Tom Baker in, Randy Miller out for this week. Randy will tag back in as the main host next week as we kick off, I guess, the official um, first uh, season show of 2021 for the Inside Pass. And uh, again, uh, stay with us after this show is over at 8 Eastern. If you're listening live um, on Monday night, stay with us on uh, Performance Motorsports Network and Race Chaser Radio because we've got a full lead lap show for you coming up. Back to the phones and back to Nick DeGroot from Motorsport.com. Nick, we've been talking about announcements over the break since we've been off the last couple of weeks. Uh, Xfinity Series slash Cup uh, announcements from MBM Motorsports say that um, Carl Long will have Timmy Hill and Chad Fincham in his two cup cars for the Daytona 500. And uh, Stephen Light will also run Xfinity Series races for MBM in this this, uh, season to come along with both of those drivers. So basically they announced three drivers, Timmy Hill and Chad Fincham, um, who will both run in the Daytona 500 and Stephen Light to join those two among the lineup of Xfinity drivers for uh, Carl's team. What do you make of all of that? Well, the, the main takeaway from that for me was Timmy Hell, because we've seen him before in both Xfinity and truck races. He knows how to get to the end of these plate races. And sure when you get to the end of these plate races, you have a chance to win. That's how it works. And he's gotten some really good results at Daytona and Talladega in the past. So I think that bodes well for him. Um, should they be, actually make the Daytona 500 this year? I don't know if they're locked in. But I, I think that he's somebody that can go in there and get a top 10, maybe even a top 5 out of a race like that, which is would be huge for him in his career to get such a finish in the 500. Nick, you mentioned him having solid results at Daytona and Talladega. Last year, he was a feel-good story of Speed Weeks by racing his way into the 500 through the qualifying races and then finishing, I believe, third in the Xfinity race. So he definitely made a name for himself mm-hmm. in Daytona last year and then went out and won the Texas Pro Invitational race. So hopefully he'll have similar fortunes come this February. That's right. He, he, he's somebody that can just come show up to a Daytona Talladega. He, you won't see him at the first part of the race. You won't even see him in the second stage. But at the final stage, you can bet Timmy Hill will still be lurking. Now, uh, Timmy and Chad will both be in Fords, according to Carl Long, for the 500 attempt. Uh, Clinton Cram and Patrick McGee return as crew chiefs, and here's the new addition. Mark Hillman will be uh, Chad's crew chief. Doug Richard, the competition director, and Gary Showalter will be the shop foreman. So there is some um, there's some interesting experience there, Nick, uh, around the driver lineup uh, in the crew chiefs and uh, competition side of things. So uh, this could be kind of an interesting season for MBM. Yeah, the, those are names pretty much anyone that's paid attention to NASCAR would know, especially uh, Doug Richard. That that name goes back quite a distance, all the way back <laughs> to the 70s uh, with Dale Earnhardt. So I don't think you would be getting people like that involved with your organization unless you were serious about stepping up your game. And it sure looks like they are serious about stepping up their game in 2021. So they're, they're going to be interesting one to watch, see what they can do, because Again, I don't think that's a team anyone's going to be looking at. Doug was younger than you, Nick, when he was crew chiefing Dale Earnhardt's cup car. And I think they won a uh, cup championship together, if I'm not mistaken. They did. Um, so that kind of makes your uh, iRacing IndyCar championship pale in comparison, doesn't it? 
Yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was way too easy. Okay, um, so we continue to move on here. Um, so much stuff to uh, to talk about here. I want to get to the Rolex Twenty Four. Uh, we'll save the crew chief announcements for when Randy comes back next week. I think um, I want to get to the Rolex Twenty Four here because this is getting more interesting by the minute. So we knew that Chase Elliott was going to race in the Rolex 24 before the break. We also knew that Jimmy Johnson was going to race in the Rolex 24 before the break. After the break, in my best Ryan Seacrest voice, we now know that Austin Dillon has joined uh, Chase and Jimmy, not in the same car. In fact, Chase and Jimmy are in different cars, same team, Action Express, but two different cars. Um, Austin is going to be joining... Uh, the Rick Ware team, right, Peter? Uh, it's Rick and mm-hmm. what is the official uh, Peter read that? Team? It's Rick Ware Eurasia Racing. Eurasia, yeah, Eurasia Racing. I, I could never remember that. Okay, Rick. Uh, yeah, so he's basically running with Cody Ware. Um, um, those two uh, together, and um, they'll have some company in that car as well for the Rolex event. Um, Nick, I, I love the fact that we're seeing more and more NASCAR influence in the Rolex, I think it makes it very, very interesting. Um, and I would argue that IMSA racing, the sports car racing genre in general, the discipline in general is growing, uh, in the United States, across the United States from your mid-level endurance series, right on up to the top with the Rolex. So, uh, this is going to be fun to watch here uh, as we get into the month of January and the roar and everything starts, uh, going on down there for the Rolex. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I miss the days when you go to the Rolex 24 and you could see 10 IndyCar and 10 NASCAR yes. drivers there along with all the sports car icons. I, so I love that we're getting more NASCAR drivers getting back into the event. Uh, I, I think I think this is the first start for all three of them, which is going to be very interesting. If you look at Jimmy Johnson's team, the, they came to play. That is an all-star lineup. I mean, Chase Elliott's oh, yeah. team is, is a winning Team, uh, team people of one and two, but if you look at Jimmy Johnson's, they got Kobayashi, they got Rockefeller, I mean, they got Pagano, they got everybody. I, that's going to be, I think, the team to beat at the Rolex 24, in fact, which is going to be a big deal. It's going to try to repeat Jeff Gordon's success. I agree 100%, Peter. I, I think this is, and again, um, I mean, Kobayashi is just a beast to watch. He certainly he, is one of the most underrated drivers there, and with Pagano and his prowess in indie cars on road courses i put them right now as one of the favorites for not only the class win but the overall win i agree i feel like kobayashi could, could he he does a frank caliendo quality impression of uh juan pablo montoya the way that he drives i i think it's 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 like a spinning image of juan pablo very aggressive that's going to be fun to watch and we all know nick that uh chase elliott can get around a road course pretty fast yeah, and people Dorini, I, I'd say he's a lot like Kobayashi in the way he drives, too. And he's yes. going to be in Ellie's car, so both those guys are going to be going for it. Yeah, Durrani is another one of those guys you really got to pay attention to. Uh, and we'll get into a little bit more on the Rolex um, on next week's show. Uh, but again, with uh, the Cup influence, NASCAR influence now starting to pick up. And, and, and if you think that these guys take this lightly, let me let me kind of give you a couple of interesting notes here. First of all... Austin Dillon teamed up with Kaz Grala and Tyler Reddick recently at Coda 
for an endurance race in the, I think it was the, it was either the champ car series or the world racing league. I can't remember which of the series, but one of those two had a race at Coda just recently. And those three guys went just basically to get the feel of the track for later for their race coming up this year when NASCAR goes there. But uh, that's how serious they are about road racing. And then Jimmy Johnson spent his break, part of it, over Christmas and New Year's, testing with a Formula 4, Formula Regionals team, which is basically F3, American F3. Um, And one of the young rookies on that team, Jason Alder, will actually be on our Motorsports Madness show coming up Thursday night at 7 o'clock as one of our guests um, but Jimmy Johnson was testing a formula car to try and get more used to the Indy cars uh, and the Indy car style of driving, Nick. And so that shows you how serious both Dylan and Jimmy Johnson are about stuff they've got coming up because they spent a good part of their um, off time on the racetrack doing some testing and R&D kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think you're going to see a lot more of this moving forward. Now that NASCAR is adding more and more road course events yes. to their schedule, you, you have drivers who, who normally wouldn't ever touch that stuff just because they're not comfortable with it. But now they have to be comfortable with it. I mean, we got, what, six road course races now? I mean, you better be seven, comfortable with it because yeah, it makes seven. up a good portion of your season. Yeah, yeah, yeah we went to seven because we replaced uh, um, Auto Club with, Auto Club with, with uh, Daytona. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 80 so, the Clash. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We're doing the clash on the Daytona Road Course too. Um, so yeah, I agree. I think you're you're going to see, and I love that. I love that that these guys are, you know, going to some of these other types of racing because again, there are there is a lot of talent, a lot of young talent in those endurance type series. Um, and uh, in fact, we got Jason Reichert coming up, I think, uh, a week from Thursday for Motorsports Madness. So um, Jason is a 15-time champion of uh, both open wheel and sports car type stuff. He's only 19. So um, Jason's going to be uh, talking to us um, as well. And so it's, uh, you know, again, there's a, a ton of young talent. It's really interesting to see how uh, we're starting to cross cross-pollinate again. Um, and see drivers spending more time trying to get better on the road courses. So should be interesting, um, should be a lot of fun. And I, I'm, I'm going to throw in real quick, I'm going to go around the table. Um, if there was one driver currently in the Cup Series who is not entered in the Rolex that you wish was, who would that be, Peter Strada? The two-time defending Daytona 500 champion, Denny Hamlin. He's all but mastered the Daytona in the cup car. I'd love to see how he does in the sports car there, especially given that he barely finished second to Chase Elliott in the race there last year. Um, man, that was tough right there. I'm trying to think Ten of... seconds. Um, God, I don't even really know, to be honest with you, who I'd put. Uh, there's so many of them out there that come into my mind. So okay. I'll have to tell you after the break. All right. We'll let, we'll let him think. And, uh, Nick, you want to go? you got about uh, five seconds. Uh, he was in the Lexus last year. I want to see him in a prototype now, Kyle Busch. We'll be back after this. 
Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. The Inside Pass rolls on here, and uh, we've got uh, another show coming up at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern here, just as soon as we're done with this. If you're listening live on uh, Monday night when we record this, um, League Lap coming up, presented by Victory Custom Trailers at uh, about 8 o'clock. But uh, the Inside Pass rolls on, and we were talking about, I asked the question before the break. We didn't get all the way around the table. The question I asked was, who... Among the drivers currently in Cup, um, or at least in Cup, you know, the the Cup roster for 21, who is not entered in the Rolex that you would like to see entered? Pick one driver. And um, Nick was, 
Um, I think we, we, we need to get Melick's pick, and uh, Nick gave his, and so Melick and I need to go. So I'm going to – okay, James. So um, who is your pick for the – uh, Rolex, the, the the Rolex race. What cup driver not entered would you like to see in it? Uh, I thought about that. I said two names, and I ended up ultimately Pick deciding one. on Corey LaJoy. Corey would be an interesting. I think pick. he would be a good one. I mean, he didn't perform too bad in a in a Cup car with the thirty two team last year, and I mean, I just think he's in good enough physical shape that, and he's young enough to be able to stay up for twenty four hours and go do it. Okay. Well, remember, you don't drive the whole no, thing no, by he yourself. Doesn't. No, so but you can, it's definitely, you can nap. but definitely, there's a lot of endurance involved in that because you don't that get a whole true. lot of napping. And he's young, and I think he could, he could handle that very well. I think. See, I've got, I, I cannot believe I've got the definitive answer here. Give me Kyle Larson for a hundred bucks, Alex. Yeah, that's a good one. Kyle Larson needs to be in this race. I mean, I'm not saying necessarily he's the best road course driver, but oh my gosh, would he be fun to watch. Uh, Peter also said Kurt Busch, which I I think would be a great second pick um, uh, choice as well. So we'll uh, we'll talk more about the Rolex on next week's show. And I think we've got, uh, Nick, you are with us currently, are you not? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nick is still here. Nick DeGroot from Motorsports.com. So what are you most looking forward to about Daytona week? I, I mean, I, I, I think we could throw out the Daytona 500 because that's obvious. We all love that race. But I want to know one storyline that you're most interested in following and, and that interests you the most about the upcoming uh, Daytona week. For me, it's going to be these new teams. I'm very interested to see how they handle their first event, and not just uh, the Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlet team, 23-11 race with Bubba Wallace. Of course, there's going to be a lot of attention on them, but yeah. also you have Dan- Daniel Suarez, who's going to be driving for Matt Tiff, and uh, Justin Marks there. I think that's another new team to watch, and I'm just very interested to see how how their first dive into the deep end goes. Uh, it's, it's not often you get this many new teams just showing up to the cup level especially teams that are really serious about it. So I'm, I'm interested to watch them and see how it goes and see how they handle it. Daniel Suarez driving for uh, Trackhouse Racing with Justin Marks. Trackhouse, that's and, uh, yeah, BJ, remember the name. B.J. McLeod driving for uh, Tift McLeod. Uh, or uh, what is it, Live Fast. Fast Motorsports? Yeah, so uh, that, that – and I agree. That's going to be an interesting um, – Peter, do you think – do you believe that Bubba could, in theory, come out and win the Daytona 500 in his first race? I think he absolutely could. I mean, think back, what, two, three years ago, he finished second to Austin Dillon in his – first full-time race so he absolutely could he's led laps at super speedways before he's been right there at the end of these races multiple times i think he absolutely could win the daytona 500 james you're nodding in the affirmative do you agree with uh, mr peter yeah i mean he hit the nail on the head he said that he runs good at plate races which he does do and uh gives his show speed at plate races i mean denny hamlin the two-time defending champ nick yay or nay uh, absolutely. They almost won in the 43. I think they can win in uh, what is essentially going to be a, Gibbs, a fifth Gibbs car with the kind of power it's going to have. There. See, that's what I was I was waiting for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> the reason why I would say, yes, I think he could win is because of the equipment he's going to be in. Because you're right. It's basically going to be an unofficial fifth JGR car. So we know that the equipment is going to be there, but it's still a new team. Now, I think... 
um, and, and James, you know this because you worked with a lot of the, these guys, um, you know, with, with, uh, with, with Wheeler as crew chief, and you've got a lot of the guys, I think, right from LFR have gone over there, at least a few of them. So um, this is a new team, but it's not really new people. Yeah, it's a, it's a group of most of the guys have been together for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, those guys have been together for uh, most of them three years, I think. Yeah. Two to three years they've been together. So it's just going to be basically uh, getting the parts in and building the cars for those guys uh, and going to the track. So it's not going to be any anything out of the ordinary for them. That is going to be a really interesting storyline. I actually, for me, honestly, the big storyline going into Daytona is going to be the Xfinity series again. Because I feel like that series, when you look at the last couple of years, we've had your big three. And sometimes it's been four. And now this year, the defending champion, Austin Sindrick, back in the series. But you've got all these drivers that... Some of them are in new places, but you've got drivers like Myatt Snyder full time now for RCR. We know that car can win a championship because Tyler Reddick did it. Okay, you've got um, you've got Daniel Hemrick driving for JGR full time in the 18. You you've got the ex driver of the 18, Riley Herbst over at uh, Stuart Haas Racing, Peter driving the 98 car, replacing Chase Briscoe, who's now in the Cup Series. Um, and then, of course, you've got Justin Allgaier and all the rest of these guys that are kind of, you know, back for another year. And I just feel like there's at least four or five guys, man, that could come out of the box and win this deal. You forgot to name probably the guy who I'm most excited to see in Xfinity. That's A.J. Allmendinger. Well, that's right, with Colleague Racing. And you got Justin Haley back again um, and Jeb Burton now over there. Yeah, and with how fast the team's been on super speedways, are we not expecting to see one of the three of them exactly. in this race in February? But I'm just saying, I think I think that race, you've probably got 15 cars, legitimately 12 to 15 cars that could, in theory, win that race. Nick, do you agree or disagree? Oh, absolutely. I think the Xfinity Series was by far the best series to watch in 2020, and it's only going to get better in 2021 yeah. with the field we got. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting too because I think the the Cup Series, um, this is kind of and and I hate to say it this way because I don't mean it in a negative light, but it's going to be kind of a lame duck season because it's the last season for the current car as at least as far as we know now. Um, so what's interesting is that some of the teams I think the strategy may change a little bit. You know, you're not really bringing these cars back for another year. So I wonder if the level of aggression may go up a little bit on the racetrack because, you know what, if we lose a car, oh, well. <laughs> Nick? Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, the other thing that I was thinking about is what teams are going to get ahead and what teams are going to fall behind because they got to focus on this 2022 car oh, that's true. while also, you know, trying to win a championship in 21. And I'm interested to see how they they manage that because I think some teams are going to be like, all right, we're going to put all our eggs in this basket and see what we can do. And other teams are kind of going to start siphoning things over to the other side to make sure they're ready for this new car, and they might suffer on track because of that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And, Peter, there was at least some discussion somewhere for a little while that I haven't heard much about lately, but I wonder if we will as we get into the season, about maybe – making the all-star race the debut of 
the new car, but I don't think we're going to see that now. But wouldn't that be interesting? That'd definitely be interesting. It'd only be the latest in a long line of things that tried out, experimented for the first time yeah. the All-Star Race. I mean, this past year when it was at Bristol, we saw the Choose Rule, the cone debut for the first time. And we've seen double file restarts, stage racing, different compound tires, all things debuted in the All-Star Race. And don't forget, we debuted the numbers being back further on the door and the underglow. And the, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The underglow. Can we, I'm going to give the underglow a bell for the absolute worst idea that NASCAR's had in the last five years. There. Um, I was and, there, and some of the cars at the orange looked like they were on fire the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, I think it was an interesting idea, but it, it just, it, it, it's one of those that it's fun in theory, but it doesn't apply well. So uh, hopefully we get rid of that. But, uh, okay, real quick around the table. do you Did you like the number? Because there's been some talk that NASCAR may leave them there. Do you like the numbers being further back, or do you like them where they've been? I like them where they've been. I mean, the series has been like this with numbers in that spot for so long. I'd hate to see that change. It just looked weird. Melick, make the change or put them, leave them the way they've been. I think they make the change personally. Um, it helps teams out. Here. It's more space to sell. These teams, you know, I, they're already, as you see, most of them say they're losing money, which they are. You, you lose a lot of money to go racing, and if you have more space on the race car to sell, you can bring in more dollars. So I think let it go back. Still a number on the car. You can identify it, and it helps the teams. Nick DeGroote? Yeah, as a team, I'd be all for it. But just for me watching visually, I'm not a fan of that. I like the way it looks with the numbers currently are. Okay. Well, I'm going to agree with uh, Mr. Mellick over here and say we make the change for exactly the reason he said. It's more space to sell. And personally, I would love to see them go to the quarter panel like I've seen on some of the late models because I love that look. But I know I'll probably get hate mail for that, and I don't really care. Uh, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just uh, make the change because, again, it's still on the door. It's just a little further back. And you know what? That There are some traditions I think you keep, and others I think you just need to be a little flexible with. And I, and I, I don't think where the number is makes a whole lot of difference in the racing. It just changes the uh, appearance slightly. But if it helps – sponsors to feel better about coming into the sport i kind of feel like that's a, a direction worthy of heading into okay we've got about 30 seconds left in this segment so i'm going to do another quick around the table thumbs up or thumbs down to the idea of a new manufacturer or, or just in your mind will we see a new manufacturer in 2022 yes or no peter i think yes peter says yes james I says i think we have one yes nick yes Okay, I'm going to say no. I think 23. I think 22 is too early. We're going to take a break. We will be back with more of the Inside Pass right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to uh, the Inside Pass as we uh, get started here with our final segment of the opening show of 2021. Tom Baker, Peter Strada, and James Mellick inside the WSIC studio. This show's usual host, Randy Miller, will be back in this chair next week, and uh, we will perhaps be joined by Noah Lewis as well um, for this show from the Sports Journal, and look forward to that. We got Nick DeGroote on the line still, and uh, we have been kind of jumping around with various things. Nick, I have to say, now, we don't really have a driver announcement about Chandler Smith, but we do have a wedding announcement. Chandler Smith announced that he is uh, now engaged to be married. I was unaware. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, it is true. Um, I I don't quite know what to make of that, Peter, because um seems fairly young, but... <laughs> Uh, I guess that's what they wanted to do. Yeah, I'm not sure about you, Tom, but I felt like half of my Twitter or Instagram feed got engaged over the holidays. Yeah, so Chandler Smith's only the latest. Yeah, <laughs> there were a number in mine as well. I, I'm not sure uh, 
what what everyone's rush is. Thanks, uh, Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's uh, it was interesting. So, I guess yeah. everyone wanted to leave twenty twenty on a high note. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was I was surprised, but uh, Chandler going to be. Um, I guess uh, has he? We had his announcement yet? Do we know what Chandler Smith's He's doing? He's full time for KBM. In the uh, eight, no, the would be the eighteen, 18 track. Yeah. Yes, okay, that's right. That did come out. All right, I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to spill the beans if it hadn't come out because I heard it was imminent, but I had forgotten it had been released. So, um, and we can actually hit that too because this is interesting for me. John Hunter Nemechek went back two steps from Cup to Truck to drive the four truck for KBM next year. And we've got Chandler Smith in the 18 and in the 51. We'll have its usual myriad of drivers, including I'm sure Kyle for his five races. Um, Nick, when do we see these guys? Does this get KBM back to victory lane? Yes or no. Other than the 51 truck, they haven't won a race in like two or three years. I hope so. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's been really surprising with, all the different drivers they've had in those trucks, and most of them were very capable drivers, but it just didn't pan out. I, I think John Hunt, Hunter Nemechek, though, he's got something to prove. As you said, coming back two steps yeah. from cup to truck, that was a very bold move, and he wouldn't have done this if he didn't think, I'm going to be winning races and battling for a championship. So I think he might be part of the, part of the revitalization of this team this year. So keep an eye on him. On paper, I think Nemechek's the championship favorite right now for the Truck Series in 2021. He's entering a truck that's won and contended for championships before, and with the, all the experience he has in this series, he's made playoff runs and has multiple wins in this series in under-fronted equipment, mind you. So I think he'll come out of the gate swinging, and short of three, four, five, six wins in a Final Four berth or a championship, I think mm-hmm. this season would be a disappointment for Nemechek. I say both. Uh, Nemechek and Chandler Smith win their way into the playoffs this year. I think both of them get it done um, only because I think both of them are extremely great drivers. I think Chandler is Chandler's a driver that, in my opinion, probably doesn't get the respect that he should be getting at this point only because he's been in ARCA for the most part and it's kind of, and I don't want to, I don't want this to come out wrong, but I feel like, you know, he's been with Venturini, so you sort of expect that you're going to run up front and win races with, when you're with Venturini. I think Chandler is a really, really good driver, Nick, and I would be surprised, honestly, <clears throat> with a full season to see him not win a race, and I definitely think John Hunter will. I think these two contend for the championship. Yeah, I, I don't think you are stretching at all to say that. I think I mean, I agree that Nemechek is probably the favorite right now, but Chandler Smith, too. He, he can go out there, he can win. He can go out there and battle for the championship. Yes. Any Kyle Busch truck can do that. And, and these guys are fully capable, so I don't think it's a stretch at all to believe that. Go ahead, James. I just want to throw in there that during the off season, it looked like they were going to take a step backward when they lost Rudy Fugel to the 24, yeah. but they brought mm-hmm. back Eric Phillips, was who was a championship yeah. crew chief for uh, John Hunter in the four, and then on the 18, they got Danny Stockman, who's a championship crew chief with Austin Dillon at RCR. So yeah. both of those guys have championship winning crew chiefs. Yeah, I agree. I, I think if if this does not do it for Kyle Busch Motorsports, there's something really wrong. Because um, yeah. I feel like overall this is the strongest, and I'm not meaning 
anything negative toward the drivers last year or whatever, but I think this is the strongest group overall um, that uh, they've had there in a couple of seasons. What I'm hoping, and I, again, if you guys have heard something I haven't, please let me know because I was uh, off the grid a little bit over the break, but um, I have not heard a Christian Eckes announcement yet. I haven't either. His deal is still up in the air. Yeah, so we don't know where Christian may end up. And I really kind of feel bad for him because, again, I think Christian Eckes has the talent to go win races and contend for a championship. Sometimes you just got to find the right situation, and it's not always, you know, one size fits all. You know, we saw Todd Gilliland moved from KBM over to um, the Front Row Motorsports slash DGR team and um, really had a nice season this year. If it weren't for some bad luck, would have may, may well have contended for the championship and had a couple of races that he probably could have won, should have won. Um, you know, I just think that this is really an opportunity for, um, you know, Christian to, to find somewhere to land where, you know, he can have kind of a second win. And we've seen this work with Joey Logano and other drivers in the past. So um, I'm hoping for good things for him. Um, and of course, um, Rafael Lassard got just one year in the truck, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, um, you know, well, part-time this coming year, but got one year with KBM, and then he's now at GMS on a part-time basis. And I have the feeling that um, we're going to hear an announcement pretty quick about who's going to get a good share of the rest of the races, if not the rest of the races. Um, And my gut tells me it may well be Christian Eckes. So we'll just have to wait and see how that works out. But uh, we'll throw that out there just as a possibility. Okay, so let's talk Cup Series then for a minute. Um, Chase Briscoe, perhaps, maybe, the the most interesting of the new faces coming into Cup. Um, Chase in a very high-profile car that I think we all believe is capable of, you know, being a championship contender. So around the table, Peter Strada does Chase Briscoe win his way into the playoffs next year? And if so, how many wins could you see Chase Briscoe getting in the Cup Series in 2021? I see him having a couple great shots at winning a race, but I don't see it happening. I don't see him winning. I think no wins. I think he'll be a standout no wins. star on the road courses especially, but I still don't think with experience, as little experience as he has, he'll get the one elusive win. Nick DeGroote? He will win his way into the playoffs, and I would say that even if there weren't road courses on the schedule, but with those road courses, I think he is going to be, or he has even more of a chance to get to victory lane before the regular season comes to an end. So, yeah, definitely. James Malik? I don't think he does. The reason I say that is it took uh, some of these guys that everybody called the greatest thing since sliced bread, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, years to go win their first race. William Byron, those guys, it took years to win a race. They didn't just go win their first year out. So I think it's going to take him at least a year to get used to this new car and uh, go win a race. Oof. Y'all are tough judges here. Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to agree with Nick. He wins a race and, and I don't, I don't know that it's going to be a road course. Uh, I mean, I, I just want to see the person who can beat Chase Elliott on a road course. Maybe it is Chase. Maybe it takes a chase to beat a chase. Maybe uh, that'll, that'll be, uh, you know, maybe the chase and chase show on road courses next year. But I do think he wins a race against the playoffs. And the reason I think that is because of the equipment that he's in. And I know, I know, Chase Elliott was in Hendrick stuff. But Hendrick was, even when Chase came in, I feel like Hendrick was kind of starting on the downhill slide. Um, and they certainly were there when Byron came in. So I think those two, you got to kind of look at the situation. Um, 
I, uh, I, I think that the situation that we're in now with seven road courses and with the fact that, like I said, he's in basically similar equipment. Um, he's with the same team too. So there's really not much of a, um, I mean, it's a, it's different personnel, but it's the same organization. I'm going to put Chase Briscoe in the wing column for, for next year. I mean, let's, let's be real here. I mean, Cole Custer got a win for Stuart Haas in his first year this year. Um, and I believe Chase has a little bit more talent and craft coming in than Cole did. Um, again, not to, not to make light of Cole because I think Cole's extremely talented, but I think Chase is better coming in than, than Cole was. Um, so I, I do see Chase winning and, it wouldn't surprise me at all. You get him in the playoffs. The one thing that Chase knows how to do, guys, he finishes. You rarely see him make big mistakes and take himself out. You get him in the playoffs, um, he could be in for an – I just think it's – he could have one of those anomaly rookie seasons, my opinion. We'll see how it works out. But uh, I definitely think that he's one to watch. And, you know, the, th- the thing that – the other thing that I'm looking at – in the Cup Series this year, with the number of road courses on the schedule, with the fact that we're going from Daytona Oval to Daytona Road Course, traditionally when we leave Daytona and go on with the schedule, we kind of have a, a points situation that's, because, I, I mean, anybody can win Daytona, right? So you often get the, the finish is kind of upside down from what you think it would be. But now we're going to go do a road course. So when we get off that and start getting back to the kind of the meat of the season, what are the points going to look like after a race at Daytona on the 500 in a road course? What are the points going to look like? I mean, I'm just looking at this thinking this could be a really screwy early part of the season. It definitely could. And there's a chance someone like Chase Elliott could win both Daytona both races. Them, yeah. Or Chase Briscoe, for that matter, I suppose, right? <laughs> you know, you start looking at that, that's really not all that far-fetched, uh, Nick DeGroote. I just, I, I love Daytona to Daytona. There's something about this that just, uh, I, it just feels so right. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm so excited to have the road courses just to begin with, but to know that we're going to both the Oval and then we're jumping onto the road yeah. course to Daytona. I love that so much. I think it's so cool. Speed Weeks gets an entirely different look this year um, yeah. because of that. You know, you, you would cut Daytona week down to a week, and now you're basically adding the week back because you're staying there for the for the road course. So um, it's going to be a fascinating um, start to the 2021 season, and I am super excited to get cars back on the track. A lot of guys um, in in strange places, um, in different places. So should be a lot of fun. Real quick. Before we cut out of here, um, I was asked to talk about Haley Deegan, who's going to be full-time in the truck series. So a quick round the table. Um, thumbs up, Haley Deegan wins a race, yay or nay? I say yay, given there's two truck races on dirt this year. I think she gets at least one of them. Nick DeGroote. Ooh. I had to, that that I took think, me a minute. Go ahead, Nick. I, I think she gets close, but not quite. Okay, I agree with you. James Mellick, yay or nay? Uh, I think it's going to be a tough season, um, but I'm going to have to go with Nay. I think she's got a good crew chief, but I just think yeah. the truck's a lot. Yeah, I think she's going to have a period of adjustment. I think I think she she will eventually win in the truck. I just have not sold that it's going to be this year, but we'll see. Um, want to thank all of you for joining us as we bring this first 
Inside Pass show of 2021 to a close. Again, those of you listening live on Performance Motorsports Network or Race Chaser Radio, stay tuned. Right after this show ends, Lead Lap kicks off. If you're listening on WSIC, uh, we hope that you have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, we look forward to being back with you again uh, next Saturday. So until the next Inside Pass show where Randy Miller will be back in this seat and I will be in some other seat in the studio. Uh, I'm Tom Baker. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to the folks at WSIC. Have a good one, everybody. We'll talk to you on Lead Lap in just a moment.